ready, man? Party people in the place to be. Uh-huh. It's about that time. We're the party people. That's us. Yeah. It doesn't sound like say it right. So we're going to get contentious to start the podcast <laughs> on, a, on a Friday. This is, observation. this is the uh, this is the millennial bunch. This is the return of stirring the pot with JD Jefferson. <laughs> this is what this really is. Do you have pot stirring things you want to get to? I mean, not necessarily. I'm just kind of at this point with the whole back to school thing. I'm kind of surprised that this year is actually moving quick, which never happens. So whatever's in the air, I'm just enjoying it. I just love it. All right, sit tight. Uh, I'm happy for you. It's the millennial program. The Elder millennial, the middle-aged millennial, Miss Beth, Miss Bethany, and the wannabe young millennial, Jaden Jefferson. I am officially now. I'm getting it changed. You know, it's going to be now a government thing. You change your birth certificate. I am. I'm updating it. I mean, okay. you can change your name. I don't know if you can change your birthday, but you try that. I'll be working on it. You know, I know some government people, so we can work on it. Didn't you see that documentary about that Natalie or Natalie? What the? I don't remember what it's called, but it's basically like this kid that got adopted that they couldn't figure out if she like changed her birth. <laughs> it was it's very dramatic. No, I didn't Watch see it. that. I'll have to look it up. Uh, does he look like Coolio, or does it look like there's spiders coming oh, out of his head? Oh, he doesn't look like he's Coolio. Funny enough, that's what Linnell says I look like. So, <laughs> no, she didn't. Yes. So basically, I'm living in a gangster's paradise. That's what's happening. What? Right hey. Now. So you, I saw your hair was really high the other day, and I liked it. And then I, now what's happening? Yes. So long story short, someone was in a rush to get the, you know, the, get it done and taken care of. So three days before an appointment's even booked, it's already back in an afro. Which those who know me know, I prefer it either, you know, braided or coiled because it's just one a lot of maintenance. But then two, I'm like, let it hang, you know, and that's me. So finally got it taken care of, and I'm like, yay, it's done. You know, I don't have to worry about it anymore. Okay. How has school started for you? Oh, man. It's, <laughs> oh, man. man. The first three weeks I was playing volleyball. So What? We, Why? Well, long story short, we have an intensive program that just, it's something, you know? So before school, school even starts, we're focused on one thing. Everyone has a different intensive. You know, some people are doing like medieval stuff, you know, and we leave them there. Are and they LARPing? Some, you know, there LARP- may or may not have been. Live action role play. Yeah. (laughs) And then, of course, I was in the volleyball intensive because, you know, I'm an athlete. What do you mean intensive? (laughs) So, basically, these are when you're stuck in the same class, right, for three weeks straight. Mm -hmm. So, each day you come... You spend three weeks on this? Yes. And long story short, I guess I'm a good volleyball player, but the real reason is because I needed a physical education credit, and I'm not playing an outside sport, and I'm also not doing, like, the four-day-a-week class. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start my volleyball career now. And, you know, it was worth it. It really was. I get it. Uh, What have you enjoyed most? uh, Blocking, setting, serving? I mean, I'm like a great server. And that's not really surprising. I mean, I just have like big arms. I was like, how are we going to use these? Right. You know, the blocking, you know, that's for another day. But, you know, that was probably the best part because then I knew what my role was. And you didn't get hurt. Exactly. You know, I was able to anchor Toledo News this morning, not in a cast. And that's what I'm most proud of. We'll uh, talk about weekend stuff in a second. How schools, how has TSA started so far? Um, it's great. <laughs> no, funny enough, uh, we've had some. <laughs> so the other day, I think this was last week, uh, there was a notice that went out to the parents because one of our little cherubs. Uh, Cherubs? Was passing around some wheat brownies to his buddies. Yikes. His or her buddies. I don't know who it was. 
but uh, I thought that was funny. I mean, if that's like the level of uh, discipline. Like, we don't have any. Like, that's the worst it gets. You don't have a discipline office? No, we do. What I'm saying is, like, the worst our kids are going to do is, like, pass out weed brownies. (laughs) There's no fights. There's never been a fight at TSA. Back in the day, when I was a student there, it was dangerous mine. (laughs) Now, it... The sharks and the jets are going to fight each other? Like, I don't... I guess what I'm picturing when you say, like, when you went there, I'm just picturing, like, the mu- music video for Misery Business. That's kind of what I'm, like, picturing. Is that accurate? It, go home and watch the movie Dangerous Minds. I, That's what it was. What what it was, right? What is, it was. Is, da- is Dangerous Minds the one with Morgan Freeman? No, that's Stand Up, no. Stand By Me. Dangerous Minds is Michelle Pfeiffer, I think, it was, like, a teacher and, like... But that's Gangsta's Paradise, right? I think so. She was the hot teacher in the all-black school. Probably, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. all right. I think so. So anyway. it was like that? Used to be. But there's still kids and there's social media and somebody said something about this. Some of these pictures of some of these things going around. And they don't fight at all? No, no not really. When's the last time there was an actual like physical altercation? You can't I remember? I tell you. Uh-uh. Wow. Uh-uh. Unless I didn't hear about it. But I feel like I would have hear, heard about it if there was a physical altercation. If there is, they should treat it like the Lions winning the Super Bowl. Like in a bad way. But they, you get like kicked out of the school. You're blackballed. There's pictures of you. Yeah. No, I, honestly, like the only issues that I've heard about this year involve weed. That's it. Like that's the only. That's how we're getting in trouble. Crazy question. Yeah. Do you have to be 18 to buy marijuana products? I don't know if it's 18 or 21. But you have to be a certain age, right? Yes. Like, I know you have to be whatever it you is. You also have to go to Michigan because you can't do it here. Right. Correct. Is it 21 to buy cigarettes now? I have no idea, actually. That's a good question. I mean... Who buys cigarettes anymore? Nobody. <laughs> Somebody does. You know, there's still every now and then. I mean, you, we've all been to at least one corner store, right? Where the smell of cigarettes is just, you know, it's basically like Dude, the wildfires during so the summer. Cigarettes are so expensive. Like, I I would gather that a monthly subscription to, some cig- to cigarettes is the same as a car payment. Because are they like seven or eight dollars a pack now? At least. Okay. It's insane. My my dad used to fill cigarette vending machines. That's the most expensive habit. We yeah, could possibly there have. were vending machines for these. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, and they were like, I remember when my dad was. We were talking like early '90s, late '80s. Uh, it was like a dollar seventy-five a pack, and then they started to skyrocket. They they they've got to be seven eight dollars a pack, and then you can buy the carton now. But you know what? Yeah. I, you said nobody buys cigarettes anymore. I smell. Fu- I, I can't tell you the last time I smelled cigarette smoke. I can tell you the last time I smelled weed. Oh. On the daily yeah. on Adam Street. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, well, fine. that's a good point. I mean, that kind of has overtaken the dominant smell in the air right now. We, we've we had a busy week of, uh, of a lot of news. Yes. Some very bad. Uh, like Bowling Green has kind of turned into Chicago. Um, you've got you've got the hazing. You've got a double murder. 
Um, what was your biggest biggest story or your 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 most interesting or favorite one to follow of the week? I mean, it's been an interesting week for sure. I mean, I guess my favorite story though was for National Hispanic Heritage Month. That was fun to be able to go to El Tipico. Some people were familiar. El Tipico. <laughs> oh my gosh. Most people were familiar with them. And that was actually my first time having yeah. anything from there. So that was good. But I guess if we're talking like grand scheme of things, what was the biggest headline this week? Obviously the auto worker strike because, mm-hmm. you know, how often do you see a CNN crew in Toledo? Right. So that was probably a big one this week. Uh, and a bunch more went on strike uh, earlier today. Right, right. It was something because, you know, some people expected this to be a quick thing. And, you know, I always say when it gets to the point where you're on strike, I don't think it's going to be quick. You know, no, if it was quick, there would have been a deal. I, it's not going to be quick. I, I thought when there's things like this, the the deadline makes people do stuff. And I thought right. even like last Thursday night, they were going to get something done. Like, because that's the way a lot of these things usually wind right. up. And, but there are more... More more strikes now. Obviously, the the SAG and after one. Um, but after I saw the rhetoric on Friday morning, and I know that Sean Fain, the union leader, is kind of like a loud mouth, but I I smell conviction in him. I think this will likely go as long as they as long as the workers can afford to be out, which unfortunately is not as long as it used to be. Right. Um, you hear that like the the auto companies are losing like a hundred million dollars a week. That's a lot of money, but these are billion dollar billion dollar companies and i know they get like the the workers get like strike pay of like five hundred dollars a week right which is a fraction of what they normally make and i i just wait for these big companies to wait out the workers yeah and that's what it seems like in many ways because at this point yes they're losing tons of money but for them it's not as dire of a situation right. i mean they're not gonna you know, not have to air condition their plants. You know, they're not worried about those types yep. of things. So they get to lay off workers. Yeah. I mean, layoffs are always an opportunity. Even here in Toledo, there have been layoffs. So, yep. and that's just the ripple effect because once you have the plant not working, there are other people involved. You right. know, it's a supply chain. My favorite story of the week, and I'm, I, to me, drunk driving is like a thousand percent preventable. Yes. Um, you get behind that wheel and you, it's so sad that sometimes a drunk driver kills other people and then they can somehow walk away from it. But because everybody was okay except for the wall, my favorite story of the week was the Shoreland Elementary car crash. You, I, dude, I have not, I don't, I've been living in a hole of my own misery. Didn't you have something crash in a TSA? Oh, all the time. Within, because at the corner of Adams and 14th, let me tell you, there's a stop sign. Apparently it's optional. <laughs> and people blow that intersection all the time. And we've at least three times since I've worked there, someone has gone into the side of the building. Oh my god. But now the gallery is there. Well, right. So why so we had we have these really nice like windows and garage doors and so we got these like giant uh cement like those flower boxes ah. that you see like in the medians of roads, like all along Adam Street because we're like somebody's driving right in right through here. So those things Good will point. stop them. Yeah. You want to tell her what happened to Sherlin Elementary, which do you know is like only a year old? Yeah, right? brand new building, and that's what irks me the most. It's a brand new building, right. and you know, still smells like a new shoe. Tell me, yeah. it was like a parent. Like, it was like in the drop-off line. Personally, with like how my brain works, if I was in a police chase, 
I would not want to crash into the brand new building. Right. Because I'm just I'm just like that. If like let it be. So apparently this person they're being you know followed by the police. So what do they do? They crash into Shoreland Elementary, leaving a nice decent sized hole in the building. Drunk. Yes. Drunk. And I, I love everything about this story. And in again, the daytime or in the nighttime? This was around night. Like, it was late, uh, early morning, like yeah. overnight. They cl- they canceled school yesterday or Wednesday. Oh. So I, I love everything about this story. And I'm, I am I love it. And I, we, I can make fun of it because nobody got hurt. Um, a little, a blind Except boy. Except the building. <laughs> Brand new building. Brand new. Brand new building. Woof. Like you the smell, tax dollars put into that, that thing. That brick you can smell. It's like the new car smell. Yeah. So this this guy, I in it with my tongue in my cheek, I laud this guy. He was drunk, and I don't know if you saw the quote, but he said, "I at some point during the chase, he said, I am not going to let you catch me, so I have to give them government money I don't have. No license, no insurance." Good for him. You know what he's not paying? A deductible. Um, he is now in jail. You know what he doesn't have to worry about? Seven, Where he's going to live. 7% interest rate on mortgages or $1,500 a month in rent for 400 square feet. It's a good point. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, there is a Who big, there's, there's a big, it looks like, you know what, um, you know Alfonso, right? Alfonso Narvez, yes. Yeah, Alfonso uh, replied that like the Kool Aid Man did it. I was waiting for somebody to do a graphic <laughs> yes. of the Kool Aid Man coming Just through. Just like the, the weight on the scooter thing was such a huge. I feel Toledo like if main you deep dive meme. on Twitter far enough, you'll find one. Oh, has we need somebody it. Somebody has to have done that. Toledo Twitter is a small community, but it's the best Twitter community. I mean, everything is just it just it's perfect. Um. And I, I yesterday I mentioned this on the air, and I was, I was like, "Look, I'm I'm just I don't say this if if something tragic right. could happen." Right. And um, a, a blind student had lost some of his stuff, but the sight center and the ability center have already swooped in, Good. and there's yeah. a fundraising cause. And I read this today, and I I had a, a sigh of relief because um, something at uh, at Sherlin said they joked that they added a new rule uh, to the rule wall: a classroom is not a parking space. A good Cute, point. Clever. You can't have that happening. I mean, that's not a show. That's wild. Yeah, I did not see that. You that's, know what? These, that's, they, they don't. They, they just don't make things like they used to. If it was a an old nineteen seventy brick wall, oh, come on. <laughs> it would have withstood the force. I matter of fact, interesting story, and this is just like one of those background ADHD things. But Dolly Parton, on one of her early recording sessions, she was, you know, basically in a rush. She was already late. So she crashes into the wall of the RCA Nashville studio. But here's the thing. The wall the wall was unfaced. I mean, there's like a little, like you can tell something happened there. Yeah. But that wall was unfaced. So that means we need to bring back the RCA Nashville brick walls into our area now. That's probably what TSA needs to do. They don't, make those, stuff, they don't make stuff like they used to. Where's your phone? It is in my pocket. Can you pull it out? Yes. Bethany has seen this picture, but I want you to look at it. So my step-nephew, which is not a thing, but it's a thing, Phoenix, he's 11 years old. He has followed in the footsteps of me and Paul, and he is now in sixth grade at Baldy Middle School. Baldy? Baldy Middle School. B-A-L-D-I. Um, as you can see, all the lockers have the handles taken off and the other ones are zip-tied, closed. Init- Phoenix, When I was home a couple weeks ago, Phoenix told me, and he had this massive backpack. It was 30 pounds or yeah. more. He said, we have to carry this around all day. I said, why? And 
I thought at first Paul said it was something about um, they don't want kids to have lockers because they might hide guns. But after this picture that Paul sent me after teacher night, he said they have too many students and not enough lockers, so nobody gets a locker, which... It's and ironic. You're not going to fit anything in that locker anyway. I know. Yeah. It's like three inches <laughs> wide. It's ironic because now the new rule at our school is that you have to use your locker now because of the classrooms being small. So basically, I now have to use my locker, which just used to collect dust. I mean, people are like, you're going to go to your locker? And I'm just like, there's nothing in there for me. You know, yeah. I'll say hi to like the hermit crabs every now and then, but there's nothing in there for me. So that's kind of ironic to see that now. Like it would be different if they if it was like a school like do they have iPads or Chromebooks or they have Chromebooks? whatever the ki- so why does he need a giant backpack? Like does he have does he still need books and stuff? That backpack was heavy, it, like it was legitimately heavy. That's it was crazy. at least thirty pounds. Oh my! Gosh. It was it was. What I mean, is that's this? what mine used to be like. But I went to school back in the day when you had actual books that were <laughs> five pounds each, but. Yeah. When I went to Baldy, and those lockers are what, eight inches? Not, dude, not even. Maybe six. Uh, wow. What did you even put in there? Just books, and you couldn't get a big winter coat in there. (laughs) And then, how about this for a rule? You could not go to your locker during the day. So the biggest job for the hall monitors was like shooing people from their lockers because because we did because it was heavy to carry those books, but you couldn't go to your locker except. In the morning and at the end of the day. I just like wonder, since their focus is, was always on that, like when does the education part come in? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch odd. those lockers. You know, I'm just waiting for like the, hey, let's help you learn something that's part of this all. You know? Baldy the only, Middle School. Uh, the only issue I ever had with lockers was in elementary school, we, they had like the like two tiered lockers. Oh. And wouldn't you know. You got the tall one? Don't put, don't put my locker on the top row because I can't reach it. So they'd have to switch it. Oh, man. I'm like, can you just like put a little asterisk next to my name that says, always make sure she's on the bottom? I mean, I'm kind of just glad I have a top locker because I can't just be like bending over backwards to get things every day. Like my back already hurts enough. I'm still recovering from mm. being a server for three so sorry weeks. sorry for you. Uh, do you, uh, <laughs> how much time do you have in between classes to go to your locker or whatever? So on a normal day... It's like a, you know, maybe five, ten minutes, right? So a nice, sturdy Dang. transition period of... You they know, give you ten minutes in between classes? Well, here's the thing. The classes are long. <laughs> they're very long. How long? So sometimes they're like 70 minutes. Sometimes yeah, you have like a block. Do you have like a block schedule? Where right. It's like to, yeah, Letters. No. And I can't stand it because sometimes I'll ask people like, what's classes next? And they're like, you're D class. I'm like, I don't know what that means. That's a foreign language to me. So they're like, are you really going to the website to see? I'm like, yes, because I don't know what my A, B, C, D, E, F, G, X, I, you know, classes are. <laughs> I don't know. So I look it up. I have, I ho- I think we all have these. I don't know if you're old enough to have this kind of thing, but when, when I have crazy dreams, they're always about my school years. And it's two things. And I bring it up because you just said that. Two things always strike me in these nightmares for bad dreams. I forget my class schedule for the day, mm-hmm. or I forget my combination to get in my locker. Uh-huh. I've had them my entire adult life. The only... I, 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 I think I had or used to have dreams about forgetting my schedule. Like that was probably, But maybe when I was still in school. But the only thing school-related that I still 
I keep having dreams that I didn't finish college. And I don't know, like, I didn't have enough credits or, like, I didn't realize until, like, way after the fact. And I, like, I always have dreams that I have to, like, do my regular full-time job, but I still have to, like, drive back and forth to Pittsburgh to, like, take a class. Like, it makes no sense. But I I chalk that up to I didn't walk, like, a college graduation. Mm -hmm. I was just, like, shit me my diploma. I'm out. Because I finished early, so, like... Maybe that's why. Like, I didn't have that yeah. closure moment, so I just, like, my subconscious thinks that I didn't Jayden, do it. I don't know. Do you have recurring bad dreams? Recurring? I mean, actually more frequently, because normally I don't dream at all, and people are like, you're a psychopath. I'm like, I already knew that, you know? But <laughs> then all of a sudden, I'm always starting, I'm starting to have dreams again, and I'm just like, weird. I think the biggest thing, though, is the fact that my caffeine intake, combined with the fact that I only get, like, six, seven hours at night, I'm probably even overstating that. Maybe like four to five. So if you combine the two, it's not great. So that's probably what that is all about. But to be fair, at least I'm spending that time getting schoolwork done. Because I will not be the person coming in in the morning. Couldn't get to it. I will never be that person. Do they? Do kids say that? Oh, yes. Like, I couldn't get to my homework? It was oh, hard yeah. to watch. And they're mainly because... They'll say that. Yeah, they'll tell you, like, straight out. Which, the good thing, though, is this year I have a lot of teachers that are big on communication. Because I think that's everything. That's actually how you set someone up for success. Because, yes, you should not come in, you know, on the day of and say I couldn't do something. They're always like, if you couldn't do it, let me know the night before. Because it's all about planning. So I could have said that when I was growing up? Aw, no. I mean, <laughs> probably not. Probably not, no. Little Eric would not be able to say that. I, I did my homework in class. I tried to. Because I did not want homework literally what i did today i yeah. i have a three-day weekend so i'm just like i don't want to take work home with me i could not do that like i could li- like no. there were days that i could have legitimately used that excuse because i would leave school on a tarta bus go to the mall my cl- my whatever dance class i had that day would start at like four o'clock and go until 10 o'clock so unless I was sitting in the corner of the studio with a book open in rehearsal, my homework was not getting done because I didn't unless I did it when I got home. And the and TSA, I just didn't sleep. the TSA you went to was the building downtown, right? Yeah. Secor. Um, to switch gears, uh, we'll talk some music, but first Bethany might've heard me say it on the air when we were waiting for you. Um, Crossroads is being re-released on October 23rd and 25th, and the the day in that there in the middle, October 24th, will be the release of Britney Spears' memoir. So everyone prepare themselves. Did you see Crossroads? I did not. I know I you think, did. I don't think I did. Honestly, I don't think I did. I think that's the movie from there's. So you know, Britney can't sing ballads. <laughs> yeah. Except can't for sing the one where she's in the bathtub. Okay, every, but still. Every time? That's, that, a, that's a stretch. Um, I think it's... I think one of the ballads was from Crossroads. Um, from the bottom of my broken heart, or I'm a girl, not yet a woman. Yeah. Awful. That's horrendous. So bad. Horrific. Um, I don't know if any... She's mo- not a singer. I know. She's she can put vocals on a dance track. That's... There's... Correct. There's the difference. It, it it was like when you went to go see her, it, it was a mostly clothed, mostly yeah. $80 strip show. 
Yeah. Because she was dancing with chairs. And, um, I don't know how Which many movies... Which is still are... her TikTok, or still her uh, Instagram. Right. Well, it's less clothing now. Um, uh, yeah. I But I am happy to see... So, I don't know how many movies are going to come out in October because of the strike, but the Taylor movie's coming out. Please block off October 13th. We're planning Taylor gating. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Then we're going to go see the movie. <laughs> Did I tell you what I had to do for tonight? No. I'll tell you later. Oh, all right. So, uh, October 13th, the Taylor, the Taylor movie could go head-to-head with the Britney movie, but I'm very happy oh, to read- Oh, come on. <laughs> what, what do you think is going to win that battle? <laughs> he, he knows what Epic he's doing. Epic rap battles of history. Taylor's <laughs> Britney Spears. <laughs> Who do you think is going to win? Gee, I, I wonder. I applaud- so maybe the schedule, is, I, I guess the memoir was planned and then they saw openings in, in movie theaters. Movie theaters need content. So Good like, point. yeah, we'll take this a week after the Taylor, the Taylor movie comes out. Um, but I am pleased that her people are not going to let her do any uh, interviews and media. Um, like 60 Minutes wanted to talk to her. Oh boy. Can, I want to know how... Uh... Floydy feels about this memoir. Why? I don't know. I just feel like I, he would have I, some it's likely insight to, on... I know it's going to be her side, which is likely a bunch of lies, perhaps. Um, but I'm glad that her people are not letting her talk to the media. Cause probably, yeah, that's better. I don't know if she could form the kind of sentences that someone on 60 Minutes would want to ever listen to. Do you... Wait. <laughs> hot take. Wait, hot take. Do you think they're not letting her do any press because she didn't actually write it herself? And she won't have answers. Quite possibly. And she probably doesn't even know what it's about. Quite possibly. Like she can't write or re- read or write. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean I'm to just, be mean, like, but just, if you've seen any of her videos, she is not a sane woman. I'm just saying. Jayden? If you don't know the product, you can't sell well, it. Why am I? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're not a Britney person, right? Oh, I'm a huge Britney person. I mean, even, and this she is the thing. falls in the early 2000s category. Like, you do not know the amount of times, like, I bring up the possibility of new music. And I'm just like, I'm taking one for the team every day at this point. Like, I am, that's why I am the millennial of the group, right? Oh, because funny. everybody else was like, yeah, you know, you look at Jaden. And then I'm like, yeah, Britney's releasing new music. Like, I have to hear the groans, you know? You were the one that tipped me off to that song that I thought was a parody with Will I Am and her. Yes. I um, played it for the first time for Linnell recently, and <laughs> the facial expressions are priceless. Let's just say that. She's it always was, got that face. She does. She does. It's the Linnell face. <laughs> yes. Um, also, with pop culture stuff, and do you, I'll ask you first, are you one of these people clamoring, hoping for an NSYNC reunion tour? I, only, I think we talked about this last week. Only if there's more than just the troll song. Like, don't do not do a tour if it's going to be all old stuff and then one new song. Like, if I you're going to put effort into, like, maybe not even a full album, but, EP. like, a couple singles or something, like, then I think it would be worth it because then maybe you could do half and half. But don't, don't just go on I mean, tour to go on tour. There's the first title, the self-titled album, No Strings Attached. And I, there was there one more. There had yeah, to be. Yeah, definitely. Well, there was. Don't forget the Christmas album because that is fire. <laughs> there was, There's bangers on that Christmas album. Uh, I think there's one more after that, but it escapes me what it is. I would look it up, but my phone's currently not working. So because that's the album with Gone and Pop. I just can't think of the name of it right now. You, Jaden, on an NSYNC reunion tour. 
I would be for it. You like, I, and I agree, just with the newer content too, because obviously the big hits, but then also some newer stuff too. You liked what I sent you, right? You didn't even know oh, about yeah. it. Oh yeah, I didn't it. even it was, know about this so until good. he sent it to me. And I good like, song. This is good. So I'm curious. So this week, um, we I've been giving away Olivia Rodrigo tickets, and I people have won them. The lines have lit up. Jeez, this has been a big deal. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It, it's been like seventy five percent of the Taylor Swift mania with those tickets. Maybe a little bit less, but still an enormous amount of people. And yeah. I, I have even seen people say they're having a hard time with Ticketmaster. I'm assuming selling tickets, <laughs> uh, getting the code to get the Olivia tickets. Um, Taylor, you saw it. Taylor Swift can get like thousands of people to sign up to vote, but she can't get Ticketmaster to sell her tickets correctly. And that's, you know, Ticketmaster having issues is nothing new, but that is just, I mean, it's insane. So if they go on tour, it's going to be a Ticketmaster thing, and I want to see what kind of chaos that brings. Lots of chaos. You would have- It will bring chaos. You would have millions of Bethany's getting very angry. (laughs) Why does that have to be me? (laughs) 37... Likes pop music. To go for Olivia Rodrigo? No, in sync. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, if because there's a mess with Olivia, and I assume that there would be another calamity if in sync tickets, if in sync did a reunion tour, and I, I'm kind of on record saying if they do anything, it'll be like five shows in New York, five shows in L.A., and maybe yeah. somewhere else. That's a good point. Maybe not a full tour. I don't know. I could be. I could be wrong. Yeah. But it would be ticketing chaos. I think. Yeah. Probably. I feel like any show that's even of a person that's even remotely popular is a nightmare. Sierra. (laughs) When the beats are automatic, super (laughs) hypnotic, funky funky fresh. fresh. (laughs) We just had a moment. She and Russell Wilson ruined each other's careers. I mean, simultaneously, dude, she's still gorgeous, so whatever. Uh, yeah. There is that, and then he's a good looking guy. She doesn't need to put out music, she can do other things. He can't quarterback anymore, and she hasn't had a hit in a long time, and she's had a lot of tries. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing, too, is like I'll hear like people that were like jamming out to all of these hits, and they're just like, man, what's with these new artists now? And I'm just like, I don't think the labels are signing people that can't sing. That's not the issue. The issue is that they don't know how to market anything anymore. Because songs that should be hits are not hitting. <laughs> and even one song I think is a good example of this. Ava Max is the motto. Great song. It hit 85 on the chart and fell off. That would have been a summer smash had Atlantic gave it promotion. That was a that that was not a as we call it, a that was not a stiff. It wasn't a hit, but it wasn't a stiff. It was a very good song. I liked it. Very good yeah. song. Um on that on that note, um, I saw a story the other day that there was Something along, very uh, clickbaity. Christina Milian and Jennifer Lopez beef. What? First of all, I, every once a year I realize, I remember that Christina Milian is on a reality show or something, right? I had no idea. She's out there. She's not completely gone. This story was over the fact that I guess some people had thought Christina Milian wrote play, but I guess the story said something along the fact, uh, along the lines of uh, J-Lo took that song for herself when Christina Milian could have had it would have been her only other hit. Yeah, um, but J-Lo was probably bigger than Christina Milian at that point, and the record label was probably like, no, J-Lo gets it. There's no beef, and good for Christina Milian for writing a lot of songs. That's how she is able to pay her bills. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are great writers out there. It's okay to do that. I Neo. Mean, 
yeah, Esther yeah. Dean, you know, another one, Cara R- Diogardi. Uh, lots Ryan, of people. Ryan Tedder. Yeah, all of these people. Yeah, you got to just know where your bread's buttered. Right. Can, can you guys name uh, more than one Christina Milian song? Can you name the one hit? AM to PM. <laughs> that was the one that dun, wasn't the hit. Dun, but... dun, 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 dun. Yes, it was. No, kind it was, of. No, it wasn't. In dip- the dance community, it was. <laughs> dip It Low was the big hit. Yes, but I remember yes, AM yes, PM. Yes. Yeah. I, dip It Low is still on my playlist. Uh, between me and you on the Ja Rule track... Mm, And I don't know any more Christina Milian songs. You make a good point. (laughs) About what? I mean, yes, the the music is there, but, you know, that happens. People, you know, they fade out and... Also like Sierra, still gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, you know, everyone's, especially in the music industry, like, that happens. I mean, I would even go as far as to say there may be a day where... I don't know how old I'll be, where Taylor Swift may try new music out and maybe it doesn't do as well. Maybe now we don't look at it that way. No, but... that's, that's a bad example because that is a whole nother level. We never know. Um, what are you listening to and enjoying now? Have you found new stuff? You know, interestingly enough, like because I'm back on like the Spotify for ads, <laughs> so I'm riding that train now. So I've been getting like a lot of recommendations okay. from Spotify, never playing what I want, but... I've gotten to discover some new tracks, and I even I sent Eric this a while back, and now she's back in the headlines. It's like every time I discover an old artist song, they're all of a sudden back in headlines. Automatic, Aubrey O'Day. I remember her. Yes. She? Do you remember her? Mm-mm. She was in Danity Kane, right? Correct. And then, oh, okay. And then she got some no, massive tits and went kind of weird and very partyish and no, I know you're sultry about. blonde girl. Was is it new? Was that new? Oh God, no! Oh, no. it was old. Okay. Oh no, this is one of those old tracks where like an, a comeback's attempted, but it was never serviced to radio, so you know how that went. Right. So it was a digital hit. <laughs> it did do well on the iTunes chart, but did it do well on the real chart? No. Tell me if this is a good description for Bethany of Aubrey O'Day. Imagine if Ashley Tisdale got uh, a very large boob job and decided that she was going to go out in L.A. every night to bars. Yeah. That's Aubrey O'Day. Got you it. remember Ashley Tisdale? Yeah. What were her hits? She had some, You know who she is? I know who she is, but I couldn't name any of the music. I don't think I could either. I think she had one marginal hit. That was it. Uh, um, what else do you look? Feedback on the new station? Oh man, I've been loving it. I let me tell you. Let me it's tell right you. up your alley there, yes. millennial. When I when I tell you, <laughs> when Eric had first said that the music was changing, I was like, prayers answered. And all of a sudden, when I started hearing Pink back on this station a lot more, mm-hmm. JoJo on this station, I was like, I'm at home. So it's been a blast. It's just a little. It's just a little, too little, too late. Ah oh, yes, and then Go JoJo's great. And she, then I, I want her to come back. And I see, like I've seen, like the voice is little immaculate. Things like she's trying to. Cool. Like, yeah. Have you seen her Instagram? Mm, I, no. Look at her Instagram. What? Okay, go ahead. I, my phone's not working. Ah, honey, it darling. is. It is. Every time she pops back into my face in some way, I'm like, that is not the JoJo I remember from Get Out. But she was also like point. 13. Because she yeah. was like 12. I know. <laughs> right. And she was singing like, behind that if... mic like she really went through something. Right. <laughs> like she was serious. It was the seriousness of it all. That yeah. really made her stick out, you know? 
Like she is a hot woman now. Yeah. I, I just Give her a call. I I just assume Slipping her DMs. I just assume in in my mind when you stop making music and hits, you you stop aging. Like you are <laughs> stuck in time at that age. No. So that's why I was like, that's JoJo. <laughs> my yes. Yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Oh yeah, and I you know, and I'm still sending checks here weekly to keep him playing Say It Right each week. So Say It Right's good. Uh, you he sent Ain't No Other Man. Ah yes, that really that, good song. That's a good one. That's a good one. That that could get rotated into the oh wow category. I have. Let me throw. Yeah. I I make notes. Yes. Um, I will say. I mean, like Christina Aguilera. I mean, my gosh. I mean, that's another example of just a really so many hits. Yeah, so many, and I think that. It sometimes can be hard with someone who has a voice like hers to say, make her a pop artist. Can you get away with putting but dirty they did it. on this station? We're playing it. Oh, it's his? Why, why would we? I haven't heard it. Why Get away with it. Why Why get wouldn't we? I, I don't know. Man. <laughs> so dirty. Um, what was the one I didn't know you were saying? Oh, he sent Willa Ford over. I did. Willa, 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 what you want, what you want. That verse is so random. With Royce the 5'9", the rap (laughs) is dope. I love it, but it's also just so random. Because I remember when I I first listened to the song, like all of a sudden I'm just like, this song just like that, you know? It's It's like ADHD pop song, basically. It's it's not in our system. I have to get a copy of it. (sighs) Well, you know what? Tell Atlantic Records we want it and we want it now. (sighs) Demand. Eric Chase demands. Jaden says. Um, Floyd, <laughs> I have no pull. I need Eric on this one. Floyd joked, but Sean Kingston? Uh, uh, Love Like This with Natasha Bedingfield is a great girls. song. I loved Natasha Bedingfield, and I loved uh, her brother. Daniel! Daniel! Yes, Daniel Dude, he had an album that was so fire. I used to listen to it all the time. I loved uh, both of them. In, in, two, in 2002, I... Be- when I worked in Detroit, we were a pop radio station, but I it, it was a peak of dance music, and I begged and begged and begged um, for us to play Gotta Get Through This. Mm-hmm. And my boss at the time, it was 7 o'clock at night or something, calls me, because we had cell phones back then. He calls me, he's like, turn on the station. And I heard the first, of Gotta Get Through This, and I was like, it's about time. And you, <laughs> yeah. you don't know who he is, right? Daniel Bedingfield. See, I think they I were mean, wet because they're Australian, right? I'm pretty sure they're Australian. I think they were huge overseas, like where they're he, from. He was, and they didn't like they just didn't they didn't become as popular here. His well, other half hit was yeah. if, if you were gone, but Maybe. Natasha was big here. Oh yeah, and yeah. I mean, decently big, but I think they were like yeah. really, really big in Australia. I think the big issue can just continues to be, I mean, she left her label because, you know, there was bickering. And I'm thinking it's like she could have had more. I mean, quite possibly, but it's yeah, always really liked- coming down to the label issues. Adam Lambert. Other Avril Lavigne songs? Matter you know- of fact, I added some recently. I can't recall the titles, but I added some. Shania Twain, there's two. I mean, yeah, okay. The thing about Adam Lambert, you don't is like, like Shania I, Twain songs. No, I they're fine. So you think you're Brad Pitt, eh? They're they're just <laughs> all right. But like, if there ever was a basic white girl artist, <laughs> there's a lot of them. No, my my thing about Adam Lambert is like I 
almost like him covering songs better than I like him doing original songs. Do you know his stuff? I do not. He was an he was an idol. Uh, he he fronts Queen now, I Did think, you, right? Yeah, which is perfect for him. Did you ever? So he came to whatever that place was by BG that they tore down since then. But Adam Lambert came here like hmm. at least a decade ago. Really? And my mom was like, "I want to go see him" because it was it was relatively close to him being on Idol, but like it was long it was long enough that he could play small venues because it wasn't like a big deal. But my mom and I went to go see him, and he was great. But I just like when he covers stuff, I just think it's so good. I will say I have heard some of his covers too. Like that's another example of like massive. Massive. Right, super right. talented, and like he, that's he is talent. a he is a nice guy too. Uh, he yeah. came to our radio station maybe on that tour like 2010 or 11. It could have been that, yeah. Very nice guy, and I am not lying. Um, the most powerful handshake I've ever had in my. <laughs> I thought he was going to break my hand. The, well, did you go to the gym after that? Did I or him? He? You? I thought he was going to break my hand. <laughs> Um, some forty one fat lip. Sure. Do you know that song? Yeah. Any any more like uh, what kind of what? With, I know that's alternative, but that's not like Green Day alternative. Any other acts like that? We place. I put Smooth Criminal in. <sighs> yeah. Alien Ant Farm. Hell do you know yeah. that one? That's a great one. No. The, do you know Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson? Of course. You put Jimmy Eat World on there, right? No. Just because that was on the old station, and it. it Come the, on, bro. The, the middle. Yes, it has been. There's some things that can't come back. That's one. Oh, whatever. Ooh, what are some of the other ones that can't come back? I disagree. Uh, Do you have All American Rejects? Yeah. Uh, no train. <gasps> no, no, no fray. I, okay. Well, I'm I'm leaving. It's been lovely. <laughs> then why didn't you listen to the station before? What? I did. That's the oh. I mean, that stuff littered the station when it was just a, a shit show. <laughs> okay, but that is the same thing when things go on the radio that are like new and it's way overplayed. Nobody wants to listen to it, but now that we're far removed from it, and now it's great to hear like, it. Like uh, Pink and Gaga, I'm happy to have those things back. Those songs are 15 years old now. Yeah. And they're amazing. Not, it was a great experience. Uh, Good Charlotte. Ooh. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Um, uh, what else have I looked at? Simple plan. No, they have not aged well. You don't see their stuff or hear them, their things I anywhere. I just play the old stuff. What's your favorite Simple Plan song? Don't they do "Addicted to You"? Yes. Yeah. I'm a dick. I'm a addicted dick. To you. Uh, that was their first That's song. That's a great song. Do you know Simple Plan? No. You that didn't was get like into that my new. angry high school song. Um, <laughs> Perfect was their biggest hit. Yes. Welcome That's to my great. life. Mm-hmm. You didn't get in. That, that was like great all this stuff. Guitar-driven. Yeah, you gotta teen, play it. Or, like it was proto Fallout Boy, but it was before Fallout Boy, but after all the Green Day stuff. So Yellow we, card. So we can kind of just like condense this to emo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I guess so. And then that that peaked with like Panic at the Disco. Yeah, I haven't entered the emo era yet. Uh, I'm sure at some point that might happen. You should put Panic on there. Panic is in. Okay. Um, I re- we've always played the Sin song. That thing's huge. No, there's so um, many other great songs. Coldplay. Mm, yeah. 
Jaden. Did you like Viva? Viva La Vida? So I That's know Chris one. Martin. He, a matter of fact, this is like the closest relationship I have to Coldplay, and it's actually through Nelly Furtado, shockingly. I know he actually wrote, how shocking, right? I actually know he co-wrote All Good, uh, All Good Things Come to an End. I don't know if it was his song or if they just wrote it together, but I just know that was one of his songs. It's a good song. So okay. that's my relationship. Aww. Yeah, I don't want to throw any more at you, but it's going well. I, I, we're getting un, positive, unsolicited feedback. Who, I need, who do I need to talk to Ooh. to get some? Train, Train and the fray. the fray. You can you can go talk to the and river. Some Jimmy. Go, go talk to Megan and have her put it on the river. It's Jimmy Eat World. At least do them. You know. Come on. I'm gonna Maybe put, at some I'm gonna, point. I'm going to wear you down. At some point. It's going to happen. At some point. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it. I'm going to get my way. Okay. All right. We're wrapping up. Um, DJ Herb tonight. Turn up. <laughs> Dude, so I. So That's the, literally my face when people were like, are you going to homecoming? The, um, <laughs> he's not our principal. He's kind of like the dean. He was like, so. He comes up to me. He goes, so I promised the kids that we would do a Taylor Swift sing-along. Oh, boy. So I'm going to need you to do a mashup of like five or six songs. And I just looked at him and I was like, you don't understand the gravity of what you're asking me yeah. to do. <laughs> He's paying you. You play what he wants. <laughs> He's not paying me. The parents are paying me. It was painful to put that together. What time do you think you. you will drop that nasty beat? Whenever they ask for it. I'll, Halfway I, through, probably. Can we record like a DJ tag for, you know, like B -B 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 Bethany on the beat? I do. You know? I need like a... Do you want me to do some voice work for I, you? Dude, I need an intro. <laughs> I need an intro and an we, outro. We can do that. Throw some reverb on it. Um, good to go. My my friend Barry, who um, is a DJ, also taught hip hop. He's cool. But anyways, he had created this like outro for um our tour that i ended up stealing and it was like at the end of it it was like please drive home safely it was like a <laughs> so funny and i would play anytime i just wanted people to leave i'd be like and we're done trying Goodbye. to think of like a clean version of something i could give you like if you don't work here we're not sleeping with anybody that works here get out there you go you don't uh, have to go home. Or just to play Evacuate here. the Dance Floor, and then you're good to go. Great song. Love it. Cascada? You want some Cascada? No. How come you don't like Cascada? You like dance know. stuff. Yeah, but... Not, mm. Cascada is the mid-2000s <gasps> LaBouche. Dial. They're Kesha. No. They're what? Stan. You have Stan. That's it. They were Kesha and Red One before... Ke or not Red One. Oh, Gaga in Red One before Gaga and Red One. That's but how I would put it. basically locked into the dance world. Yes. All of that. Last thing. After you drop your nasty Taylor Swift mashup tonight, you might want to tell the kids, and you might want to go cover this if you didn't know. And I didn't know until a diehard Taylor Swift fan friend told me. There is an all-ages Taylor Swift laser dance party at the Mommy Indoor, 7 o'clock on Sunday. I saw that. I saw that. On, I think it was Facebook or something. I was like, God help me. No way, no? dude. No? I, Why is it a laser dance party? I don't know. I want to go just to see... Who goes to that? <laughs> I, I would be very He wants to feel it out. Just see. Do you like you like Harry Potter, right? Mm, yeah, sorry. You're not a Harry Potter person, right? No. Okay. The, it's they're playing with the symphony tonight and tomorrow. I know some people mm. like that. Yes. Yes. All right. We're done. Bye. We out.